0: Oh yes, the epic music is playing. That means it's Saturday, 7 p.m. here on Ready Check Radio, bringing you Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up podcast. I'm your host, Mike Byrne. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're watching on ReadyCheckRadio.com or on our YouTube channel or listening to the audio version on Spotify, consider stopping over to the website. That's ReadyCheckRadio, R-A-I-D-E-O.com. Give us a follow on all the socials in the upper right of the homepage and Hop on by to twitch.tv and catch us live. Shows every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Three different shows for all kinds of different stuff in gaming, including World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, and then this is our general gaming show, as well as all the lovely volunteers I can't thank enough for streaming and hosting these shows. Some of them joining me on this one, so uh, let's introduce them, Mr. Jason Winter. How are you, sir?
1: I guess today is uh, Bring Your Pet to the live stream, uh, uh day, but... I don't have a so I have is like this creeper like
2: <laughs> that is creepy <laughs>
0: why is it bring your pet to the live stream day like Why well, I, did, I, I that... can just
1: tell by the other by the other image here or the other person on my screen
0: ah yes yeah, so that would be our resident artist Yad, uh, sitting there with the kitty cat yes. again which cat yes. is this
2: this is dirk dirk likes to sit around here for a while he's nice and quiet he doesn't yell that much does he explode no does he, he also explode. doesn't pee in strange places what? the house that I have to find. Does but- he explode? <laughs> Can he do this? He do this? Oh. No, no, he cannot. No, his, his head okay. stays right where it is. Does he
0: explode? <laughs> if he doesn't explode, oh, like, your like pet sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, uh, we've had a kind of slower week in the gaming world. There's some news. We'll go through it, of course, but a little bit slower. We're hitting the end of March kind of getting into that the doldrums right from march till about june july ish we got a couple big releases coming up right outriders we've talked about on uh, relic grind on thursdays and a couple other ones but we're heading into that pre e3 phase of the gaming year uh, do,
1: do you remember last year, like at the E3 before that, when every game was announced from March or April? Yeah. Like 10 big games were supposed to come out. <laughs> and, and then like,
0: everything was delayed out of oh, that window. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cyberpunk was supposed to be out in April, I think. Yeah, everything got delayed out of uh, that yeah. window. Uh, so let's start with some maybe not direct game news, but the World Video Game Hall of Fame, uh, hosted by The Strong, the National Museum of Play, did release its 2021 World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists. Now there are 12 uh, finalists and kind of like, you know, the Pro Football Hall of Fames and all of that stuff, Jason, this is you know, you might have one get in, get enough votes to get in. You might have three that get enough votes to get in. Uh, So we don't know how many will make it yet. They are scored. The nominees that are judged in four different categories. Icon status, is the game widely recognized and remembered? Longevity, is the game more than a passing fad and has enjoyed popularity over a long period of time? Geographical reach, does the game meet the above criteria across international boundaries? So, you know, a a Japan-only JRPG, gonna have a hard time getting in. Uh, And influence, the game has exerted a significant influence on the design and development of other games, on other forms of entertainment, or on popular culture and society in general. To kind of give you an idea of the types of games that um, that have been in, the, or are in, I should say, the Video Game Hall of Fame, because I, I have a feeling that some people might not even know this was a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't really know this was a thing. <laughs> Last year's winners were Bejeweled, Centipede, King's Quest, and Minecraft. So to give you an idea of the... The type of panache we're looking for here, Jason. So I'm going to go through uh, the nominees here. And you, I want you to tell me, do you agree that they should be nominated? And then do you think they should get in, uh, even though Discord hates both of your cameras right now? Um, Number one, Animal Crossing. Now we're talking about the, the debut 2001 Animal Crossing GameCube title. They are nominee number one. So, Jason, should it be nominated and should it get in?
1: I feel like it's nominated just because New Horizons was such a big deal last year. Really? I feel like if that hadn't happened, Animal Crossing wouldn't be as much on people's uh, radar as it is now. Mm. So, I'm... I'm sort of of the opinion that it's not as not that big of it. It's it's big. It's a pretty big thing, but I just don't feel like it quite makes the grade yet.
0: Well, interesting you say that because the strong does do a little write up, like on a little paragraph for each of these. And one of the things they do mention in that write up is the game's latest installment for the Nintendo Switch proved a huge hit during the pandemic isolation of 2020, breaking the record for the most digital downloads of a console game in a single month at 31 million units worldwide. That is a lot of freaking units by the way. That is sure, a lot. But,
1: but that is the question is is this for Animal Crossing in the series or that particular right. Animal Crossing game?
0: Right. I mean it's a fair it's for the point. The series
1: it's that shouldn't matter, so you know. Uh, I definitely game, think right?
0: it should be nominated. I don't think it's going to win this time. I think it'll yeah. it's like a second ballot type deal, you know. <laughs> a, a little further down the road. Animal Crossing I think will eventually end up there. But I don't think it gets in on, on First ballot here. What about you, Yod?
2: I think if it's the series, it, it should be there. Mo- mostly because of what it's done for everybody during the pandemic. Because it did connect a lot of people. Mostly the new game, of course. But like Jason said, it, without the new game and without the pandemic going on and how connected it made everybody feel, would the original game have any notori- this much notoriety? I, I'm not sure. Uh, that, that's, that's a little, you know...
0: That's fair. That's fair. It's
2: a little rough there.
0: So we all agree, fine with the nomination, probably not going to get in. Yeah. yeah. Next one up, Call of Duty. Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, I'm su- honestly, if I'm being really honest, I'm surprised it's not there already. Um, whether you like the series or not, personally, it is absolutely hard, almost impossible to argue its impact on not only gaming, uh or not only first person shooting gaming but also multiplayer gaming and gaming in general worldwide it has the appeal like on the criteria whether you like cod or not it's kind of like nines and tens across all of the criteria i just don't see a way call of duty doesn't win and and be inducted into the hall of fame personal opinions on the series aside jason
1: yeah, I, I agree with you pretty much on every level. Although, and I'm seeing another one later on. We're gonna have to. It's gonna be tough to decide decide whether they're truly trying to induct an individual game or a whole series. If it's a series, then yeah, I would absolutely definitely put Call of Duty in. The first game, I don't know. I, I wasn't like playing that stuff back then, but it probably does belong on the overall strength.
0: Yod?
2: Yeah, I I, I think uh, definitely if they are talking the entirety of the Call of Duty franchise, definitely in there. I don't think you have Call to take it like Duty.
0: that. I think you have to take it like, "Hey, this is the original game, and that game, even just looking at the original Call of Duty by itself, right, right. in a vacuum, I, you, know, you still have it, to go. That's nines and tens across the criteria." Spectrum. Yeah,
2: and, I mean, yeah the the original Call of Duty, and it did start in an entire trend of gaming. Yeah. So, yeah, I I would say that that one belongs in there, definitely.
0: Next up, Farmville, Yod. What do you think? And we're talking about Flash (laughs) Gaming, Facebook, Zynga, Farmville.
2: Yeah, I remember Farmville. I don't know. I mean, nostalgia factor, it's it's pretty up there, especially since it's, it's, you know, Farmville. (laughs) I don't know if it belongs in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, maybe an honorable mention, but not Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, I. This is one that it's like Call of Duty, right? If if you don't right. like Call of Duty, you can at least appreciate what it's done and say, yeah, you know, you, you don't have to like Peyton Manning to understand that Peyton Manning belongs in the Hall of Fame, right? Right. So it, when they when I see them no, uh, nominate Farmville, I'm kind of like, ah, I see why you're nominating it, but. Fuck me if that wins and gets in. <laughs> I, I do that. not want honorable that in mention.
1: there. Honorable mention. No, sure. there's no honorable honorable mention. Yeah, you're <laughs> honorable either mention these here. are the twelve
0: video game Hall of Fame nominees for 2021. You <laughs> either get in or you don't. Yeah. I hope Farmville does not. Only not because I you, sure it was huge, Jason, but it was also derivative of like three other big things that came before it. They just moved it hmm. to a farm setting. Um, yeah, so but, I, I don't yeah, think you, it was per. It, I don't think it was particularly the one that innovated or exploded. Yes, it got big, but there were other uh, big things that it was a derivative of.
1: It exploded beyond. It, it's like nominating World of Warcraft, you know. Which yeah, it wasn't the first MMO, but it was the huge one that made the huge impact much more than like EverQuest or something before it. So. On that level, I could see it, but on the other hand, I'm thinking, yeah, don't, don't, don't get in there.
2: Just. But did it. it change the face of that genre of gaming? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah there were because about eighty
1: thousand more games after it. Like
0: it. <laughs> Zynga became huge. <laughs> yeah, 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 it did. But... Oh
2: my god. I uh,
0: yeah, I, I hope it doesn't get in. We'll see. I, that's like a given fourth or fifth ballot on a year where there's just like no other good nominees, right? It's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, FIFA International Soccer. Now, it was not the first... This is the, from the, the Strong. Not the first sports simulation video game, nor even the first one about soccer. But it is the most popular sports game franchise of all time, with sales continually bolstered by annual releases from EA. First launched in 93, the game garnered worldwide success and launched a franchise that has sold more than 325 million games by 2021. Jason, I have a feeling... This is the one you were leaning to a yes. little bit when you talked earlier about. Are we talking about like the individual Sega Genesis FIFA soccer game, or are we talking <laughs> right. about FIFA as a franchise?
1: Yeah, because that's what they, that's all they talk about in there. They say you know, popular sport franchise, annual thing, sold more than three hundred twenty-five million. It's like they're not talking about like the one that came out in nineteen ninety-three. So, if that's the criteria, then no, it doesn't go. But if you're talking about the FIFA series, then yeah, it should. If only because it's made EA eighty billion dollars from their stupid Ultimate Team crap.
0: Here's my take on this yacht. I feel like it's almost like like if you're a sports game, you really shouldn't be in the like like they're so (laughs) run of the mill. Like, oh okay, hey, Uh, it's digital football. Now I can understand maybe putting like the original Madden in there. Because yeah. that was huge—a huge leap and bounds above previous versions of football. It, to your point, Yod earlier, it iterated the playing right. of football. But yeah, FIFA. Okay, now that you put Madden in, well, FIFA just does for soccer what Madden did, and you know the MLB games, the show and stuff they do for baseball what Madden did. So, in right. the respect of a Madden franchise getting in. I think I'm on board because it moved things uh, right. but as far it, as just it, putting hey how did it, all the different how sports it, have a rep in the Hall of Fame I gotta go with no particularly with going who they're going up against I don't think FIFA should make it
2: right because like how did they change the, the face of how that game is t- that type of game is played Yeah, is, is it different from anything that it was doing before that <laughs> big is boy it, glitch in chat
0: just busting out Whoa. no <laughs> No. <laughs>
2: no.
0: <laughs> no supporting documentation um, bolstering evidence compelling um. arguments just
2: no. no 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 I like that I like that but yeah um, yeah if it hasn't done any of that I would say no it doesn't belong there
0: guitar hero up next I think this is a no-brainer I think it has to go in
2: yes that 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 I I, I agree with you Definitely, I agree with you. It, it changed the face of how a lot of people interfaced with gaming. Yeah, you
0: whether like gaming you were in into general, music games or not. Yeah, it changed exactly. peripherals. It changed, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't de- I
1: know. Ooh, why? Really? Because it just came and went so quickly. That and then Rock Band and all the other ones similar to it. They were just kind of a trend that was big for like five years, and they haven't really lasted.
0: So you think it's going to score a little lower on the the longevity category that they yes. score this stuff on. Yeah. See, I don't know. While it was flash in the pan, I don't think that flash is as short a period of time as as people think it is. Like, looking back, you're like, oh, yeah, those were big for a year. I, I think those were big for four, five, six years, but they weren't big years, for yeah. 10, and they weren't big for no. 15, like some of these other titles we're talking about.
2: It mm-hmm. it, it also kind of, revolutionized rhythm gaming sure. for what it's become today you also can't overlook
0: yeah i was just about to say jason you can't overlook too the way it changed accessibility not just right. you know how you you play a, a guitar game or but general accessibility i think it got a lot of companies thinking about the way they do controller schemes and, and things mm-hmm. like the the way they build a peripheral uh outside of music. So Ninja Pandas right. is with you Jason. I think this gets in. Yod thinks this gets in. Jason's going to say no. Uh so we'll we'll come back and see. <laughs> Here this what how is this not in already? <laughs> how is the Mattel football handheld in 1977?
2: <laughs> how is that That is a classic. <laughs> yeah.
0: How is this not in the video uh, game Hall of Fame yet? I don't know. I mean, you could my, look my back heart. and say that these types of things were the the beginning stages of even getting a Game Boy out on the market, right? right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is yeah, it, this has to go in, Jason, one hundred percent. I
1: wonder. I mean, we had a few of these kind of games when I was growing up, so I mean, and this was obviously oh, yeah. one of the bigger oh, yeah. ones, obviously. So I don't know that I don't know I don't know the exact history of whether this one was first, or whether it was a real trendsetter or whatever like that. So, but yeah, the nostalgia part of me says yeah, it's got to go in, but then the The part of me that says, yeah, it's been around for 43 years and it hasn't gotten in yet, so why now? I I, I don't know that's got that kind of oomph to really get it through.
0: Yeah, come on, this has got to go, right?
2: I I think, yeah, when I looked at that, I I thought it should have been already there. Yeah. I mean, like like, Jason said, why now? But to me, it should have been in there already because it's where everything else sprouts from. Yeah. You know? (laughs) All this stuff sprouted from that type of game where you set it up and you know it's, it's a little little handheld thing like you said it's the beginning of all that stuff so why isn't it already there?
1: Ninja My... Pad I didn't forget about it in fact and and I remember seeing it in the seeing it I Guardians still have of the Galaxy one. The second game <laughs> you remember that in Guardians of the Galaxy when Star-Lord's using it to like yeah. fire the missiles or yeah. whatever <laughs>
0: <laughs> I still have one I still have one uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator this is I'm I'm a little torn on this one for mainly the same argument that I talked about on FIFA that yeah, it's a flight sim you know but it did do more of what Madden did than what FIFA does as far as right. iteration and detail and expanding the audience and I if I had to say like gut reaction though yes it absolutely I think should be nominated I think on influence, Jason, it's going to score a little bit lower because there's yeah. not so much it could influence besides flight sim games.
1: Yeah, it's it's like Animal Crossing. It's probably only on this list because it had a recent installment that was really a, a big deal. So, Yeah, I, I don't think it makes it.
0: Yad, you in the same boat?
2: I'm going to disagree with you guys on that one.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. all right, all right.
2: Um, only because I have a friend that is really big into flying and you know flight sims because you know he, he is a pilot works on airplanes and all that stuff and that Microsoft flight sim was one of and still is I believe one of the most accurate flight oh, yeah. Sims out there. no doubt yeah, yeah I yeah. mean the, the 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 airports you can land in yeah, we played uh, the
0: most recent one on this stream and flew over my neighborhood yeah
2: yeah the everything is so accurate and that's where it springs from so that did change that type of gaming. All right. So I I have to say it 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 should be on there. I
0: I can I can I can get behind your argument. I don't know if I take it as far as you do, but I don't have any compelling <laughs> counter argument against what you're <laughs> saying. Uh, pole position. Now this one I think is more nostalgia for me, you know, and for probably many of us. Like you want to see pole position nominated. But I don't know if it gets in. Uh, it, it's kind of lumped for me, Jason, in that whole like era. There, there are twelve different games that I would, but <laughs> but Centipede got in last year, so maybe Pole yeah. Position finds a spot this year.
1: Yeah, the Centipede one kind of makes me wonder because I, I, whatever. But Pole Position at least was, it was innovative in that it was like the first really like three D or or third person driving game. Yeah. Like, any driving game before that had been, like, a totally top-down fan, like Spy Hunter or something like that, so... It was pretty cool and innovative to have that, and have, like, a little foot pedal that you use to to move with, so...
0: Yad?
2: Yeah. Your pole I, position I, I days? Yeah, it, it, hey, I mean, it, there is a bit of nostalgia there, but it did also do something for gaming, where... You know, with the whole steering wheel and, and foot pedals and stuff, it was something different, which is also how, how I would see Centipede getting in there because it had that little ball controller thing that right. you know, <laughs> kind of spawned probably like my mouse here, which has the trackball on it.
0: <laughs> Let's come a little more into the present, not the current present, but a little more than pole position and Mattel football <laughs> handhelds uh, and talk portal. The original Portal that released in two thousand and seven. Yeah, I'm gonna let you go first on this one.
2: I've heard so many Portal quotes and so many seen so many Portal yeah, it's cosplays. Hard to deny its pop culture references. Yeah, I mean, it's it's influenced pop culture so freaking much that I say yeah, yeah, it's in there.
0: Jason, you on the it same should, boat? Yeah. You you seem a little skeptical.
1: It's the Hall of Fame, not the Hall of Meme.
0: <laughs> Portal,
1: Portal had a a, a lower uh, or lesser shelf life even than Guitar Hero, and the fact that it's the games itself have not done anything. Like when did Portal Two come out, like twenty twelve or something? So, yeah, I think no, I
0: just don't think it makes it. I don't think it does either. I wouldn't mind seeing it in there uh, because it was. Kind of innovative on the puzzle front when it came out. It was something drastically a drastic departure from most puzzle games at the time. But to Jason, your point longevity. We've had two titles, uh, and yeah. to be honest, the second one was f- or the first one was free, wasn't it? It w- in the came with the orange box. The orange yeah. box, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was free. Yeah. Uh, that how-
1: and it hasn't like it hasn't spawned imitators. Honestly, <laughs> like you don't yeah. see Portal like games a lot out there, so.
0: StarCraft, however, the next one I think is a show. StarCraft has to be in there. That was real-time strategy defining, that was system defining, that was narrative defining for that genre. And yes, you know, when you think about the StarCraft era, you also have to look at the Age of Empires era, the Command and Conquer era. That was the golden age, right, of the real-time strategy uh, and I think it's just expansion into StarCraft Two, the global esports phenom that it has been for a long time. Maybe a little lesser now, but was very big esports wise for a long time. I think StarCraft has to be in there, Jason.
1: Yeah, I tend to agree. It, it, it's basically the national sport of South Korea. So. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it definitely it definitely scores high on the international uh, quality, international impact. Uh, Version
0: of things. Yeah, where I Although, don't.
1: Again, are we talking StarCraft 1 or StarCraft? I guess 1 is it, was a big it, thing Yeah, there.
2: it looks like it's down. original stuff. Yeah, it's the
0: original. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the the one thing that I do think maybe it scores a little lower on, though, Yod, is the influence. You know, it, it really didn't. You know, while it iterated very in, in some neat ways, it was very RTS in the vein of the RTSs that came before it, and the RTSs that came after it were very similar. Like, they're. There isn't any huge innovation besides faster control schemes, better UIs, that type of stuff. So, a little bit of innovation, but
2: I I can see that. I I think it it came along at the right time. I agree, is what it did. Because, like, networking computers and the ability to take computers Mm -hmm. from one person's house to another was kind of just starting up, and you know, you, you had the, the, um, the little the little network switches that you could buy yep. by that time instead of the really expensive massive networks you know boxes and stuff like that so I mean I remember going when I was in college that we we also um, it's also the beginning of the era of like the all-in-one computers I had the Ruby iMac and you know we'd, we'd all get into a living room with our systems that were kind of portable at least more portable than the you know, <laughs> tower and monitor setup and hook it all together and you know play for hours on end so there's a bit a bit of nostalgia a yeah. bit of it was there at the right mm-hmm. time it was a fun setup and i think the characters were intriguing yeah
0: i the think the characters
2: gets... hooked a lot of people
0: this one so. i'm kind of torn on we got 2 left tron and we're talking about the arcade uh... game the 1982 okay, the arcade, arcade game. game and the movie you know it was partnered with the movie and the movie came out like what 2 months later or something like that 2 or 3 mm-hmm. months later mm-hmm. um But I think a lot of people forget, you know, I was too young to have appreciated it. I I was one when this came out. So, like, I didn't play Tron in the arcade or anything. So, to me, looking at this initially, I'm like, why, you know, if you were talking about a movie Hall of Fame, maybe. I mean, Tron, the movie, was Uh, groundbreaking on a number of uh, presentational formats for its time. But the game, and then you look into the game, you're like, it made how much? 60 Mm -hmm. 60 million? The film did 33. Like, wow, that is huge. So I'm a little torn in that I personally would be like, yeah, no, the movie holds more relevance than the game to me. But somebody that's a little older than me maybe has a different perspective.
2: I I do have a question for um, both of you, because I remember playing a Tron game on the Atari Mm-hmm. Is this the same setup on the arcade or no? I couldn't. Like the Atari
1: 2600?
2: Yeah, I think it was Twenty. Nothing was
1: the same on the 2600 as it was in the arcade. Okay. Yeah.
2: I, I wasn't sure <laughs> if it was the same setup because that's what I remember. Do you remember Pac Man? <laughs> and, and uh, uh, my cousins and I could not figure, and my brother, could not figure out how. To move the elevators for the longest time, because of course we didn't read the instruction manual. No, <laughs>
1: why
0: would you do that? That would
2: make
1: sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Yes, I played Tron in the arcade. Did you really? It
0: was cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're, I mean, you're older than me, but not that much. I was older eight than when me. this came
1: out, then. So yeah, I mean, that would have been that was absolutely my 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 heyday. And it was cool in the fact that it had like four different games you could play in it. It had the had the big like joystick, almost like a flight stick for some of them. You had a little spinner control you'd use for something, and I think there might have been a button to the side too, so mm. depending on what game you played you use different controls to do different things. So that was pretty cool, it had a lot going on. But the fact that honestly I hadn't thought of this game for like at least twenty years, probably until you <laughs> saw it here, so <laughs> I think it doesn't make it in. It was it cool does that for its either. time. It just hasn't lasted. Hasn't really endured.
2: I I don't know with, with the way you're describing it, Jason. With all the different controls and stuff like that, and multiple games in one setup, I can see why it's there. Yeah, yeah, it, it I can did, see that. Yeah, it did innovate the way, even in arcade, much like with Centipede. It innovated how you interface with video
0: games. I I think you kind of lose a little here on the longevity piece. Uh, as far as the scoring goes. Because it's the movie I, that has the longevity right. score, not necessarily the game.
1: Here, let me let me link that. let me link you a console here in chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take or, a look or, at the, it later. The cabinet, rather. Last one, <laughs> where
0: in the world is Carmen San Diego? I think that has to be there. Has to. it it that absolutely revolutionized edutainment games. Uh, whether you were playing them at home, whether you were playing them at school, it had it had longevity. I mean, she's still around today. You you talk to my kids; they know who Carmen Sandiego is. Uh, it had the the um pop culture. Obviously, we had the the TV show, game show. We had the cartoon. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? It's I mean, new cartoon. It's just all there. I think absolutely. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego has to be in the video game Hall of Fame. Jason, you with me?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much with you on all those points.
0: Yod.
2: I, I agree with you on all the points, but that also brings up the point: Are we talking solely on the game then, or everything it spawned?
0: Well, th- what it spawned <laughs> is part of the score, is part of okay. the... Uh, okay. When they make the point in the four different categories, one of the categories of scoring is the influence. Okay. The game exerting a okay. significant influence right. on the design and development of other games, on other forms of entertainment, or on pop culture and society in general. Uh, okay. That's one of the four categories. So I think, you know, shoe in at that point. Shoo-in. Um, all, right, yeah. all right, so chat let us know in the comments below either on readycheckradio.com or on YouTube your thoughts on the some of the nominees you don't have to list all 12 and let us know and who's going to get in and who's not going to get in but you guys laughed at me when I said this last week you guys laughed at me (laughs) when I saw this article I had to put it in here I mean there's not a lot to talk about but I said I could see Bethesda Pulling a Fallout Four with Starfield, where they announce it and basically like three or four months later it's released, and that it might happen this year, like get an E three announcement and like a November launch type deal, or an Xbox show announcement, whatever. You guys laughed at me. Mm-hmm. You laughed at me, but coming from mm-hmm. Jeff Grubb, a Venture Beat reporter who does have a bit of a track record with accurate leaks, they were on a game a, a gaming YouTube channel earlier this week, The Dealer claimed to know a few new details about Starfield and claimed exactly what I said. Grubb states that Bethesda is targeting a similar marketing cycle to that of Fallout 4. Back at E3 2015, Fallout 4 was officially unveiled to the world for the very first time with Bethesda revealing that it would launch in just a few months time later that year. Fallout 4 ended up relaunching in November 2015, giving the game less than six months from reveal to release so it's not confirmed but an accurate uh, leaked information reporting persona does agree with me says it could be the case says it's looking like that will be the case jason are you still just thinking i'm totally ridiculous for thinking they may go that route or is this enough to pull you to my side
1: i think it's not ridiculous i think that's what they're planning. But I don't count any game to launch when it's supposed to at this point.
0: Well, yeah, and uh, Grub does say the extenuating circumstance here, of course, would be COVID, you know, if there's
1: no, any potential no, COVID. No, that's not the excuse anymore. Everyone needs to stop using that as their excuse for why their games are
2: late. Yeah, I believe no. we talked about that last yeah. week as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Whatever. But again, this is another one where I say, yeah, I mean, it was in development prior to COVID. So they did have changes. I look at it a little differently. If there's something that's been running for years prior to COVID that all of a sudden has to change gears in the way they're doing things versus I'm starting a project in 2020. We're going to release in 2022. Oh, shit. COVID delayed us. No, 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 no. So I look at that one and we said that on the show. I look at that one a little differently than you two. But uh, Starfield this year, Yod? Yes or no?
2: I'm with Jason.
0: <sighs> Can't sway you guys yet. All right, I'll keep nope, bringing no. the evidence and see See if I can ever get you. See if I can ever get you when back with me. If the game
2: releases, I'll believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. In December, if that game releases, I will believe you.
0: <laughs> no, no, Glitch. They won't have another Fallout 76. No, no. Remember, <laughs> Todd Howard said the Microsoft acquisition makes it uh, – much less likely they they would ever have something like that again.
1: Huh. It'll never happen. Yeah, no. never,
0: mm-hmm. ever, ever. I'm uh-huh. looking forward to Starfield, but only in the vein of I would always look forward to like a sci-fi RPG, not because I'm like, I know dick about the game. Um, <laughs> nobody does at this point. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Back in the game, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods back in the video game realm of golf games but not with EA. Tiger Woods trading sides signed a deal with the makers of the 2K sports franchise. They're now in a long-term partnership with Woods who will become an executive director for its PGA tour game franchise. Of course, they're going to use his image and likeness and, you know, basically they're going to use Woods for whatever the hell they want to use him for to help market their game, but uh, hopefully he's doing well after his car accident, by the way.
1: I was about to say, he's not doing motion capture right, right now. Yeah, he's not, he's not <laughs> doing
0: mocap right now. Just rest and, and heal up. Uh, kind uh, of a surprising grab move. away. I mean, he hasn't done the EA one for years now after the whole mm. stuff with you know him and his wife at the time and, and all that fun stuff and lost a lot of sponsorship deals. Uh, and then hasn't done much in video games. I'm kind of happy to see him back. Like I love the PGA games. I love the the two. Surprisingly, the the most enjoyable, if I if it has to be realistic, the most enjoyable golf game I've played recently is Golf Club, the Golf Club series, Golf Club and Golf Club Two. Uh, although I tend to favor like, and I think you do too, Jason, like the Hot Shots Golf, the Everybody's Golf, the, those the Mario yeah. Golf, those types of things. Which, by the way, I can't wait for the next Mario Golf still. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> I know.
1: Uh,
0: happy to see Tiger back? Or it doesn't, doesn't matter to you. You don't care who's on the cover. You just buy the one you like.
1: Well, it's 2K, so they're going to have 80,000 microtransactions. That issues. is true. <laughs> that is true. That's. I don't buy so, 2K
0: sports games. Not to say that I buy no. a ton of EAs either anymore because other stuff uh, – mm. Fuck you, respawn and EA. That still isn't fixed. Um, so yeah, Tiger's back. Tencent might be getting into the console business. Meh. Maybe,
2: maybe, sort kind of,
0: kind of, partially. Rumored. Well, not rumored. They did get a patent, and we're showing some pictures of yeah. it now. For a but handheld just you, device.
2: Just because you patent something doesn't mean you actually want to make it.
0: Yeah, that's like absolutely Like yeah, and
1: little true. gambling prediction thing. Yeah. Right?
0: Absolutely <laughs> true. Just because it's patented doesn't mean it's actually going to come out. But Tencent has obtained a patent for a PC video game console. So this is basically a handheld that's running Windows, right? And we have seen these before, so it's not necessarily even all that new tech-wise. Uh, we've seen these, you know, the Win 3 is, is something you can go and mess with right now. These are coming from um, ZHugeX on Twitter, uh, just giving some screenshots. Obviously, it may never come out, but I'm kind of curious, gentlemen, what you think about Tencent who owns whatever? Like ninety-four percent of all video games at this point, uh, not maybe ninety-five. I don't know. I haven't run the numbers recently. <laughs> but what about them getting into a potential hardware position, Jason?
1: I mean, they've been really aggressive with their mergers and acquisitions for the past year, year and a half. Yeah, so maybe this, maybe this is their endgame somehow. Maybe they're planning to have their own shop for their own console with their own shop with all their new little friends inhabiting it
0: (laughs) would you buy one like I none of us have like any of the windows handhelds now right I never bought one I'm like I just play on my desktop and when I I'll go play my my DS or my switch uh, you know if I'm going somewhere I don't, I don't know if I'd buy it. Like, it would have to... I think it's another... It, for me, Yod, it's trapped in the same situation as cloud gaming is right now, which Sony is now putting a lot more money into cloud gaming. I mean, we're seeing that, that move, but it's, you know, the only thing that's going to get me to those things are exclusive titles. It's what the Stadia right. needed to do for me to be on board with the Stadia. But, you know, but obviously Tencent, that didn't pan out. But Tencent... I mean, this is a company that... Do- yeah. Warchess wise rivals Microsoft, so if mm-hmm. anybody could get into this space, it would be them, right?
2: It would be, but I'd say they'd have to mod Windows further. It it, it can't be just a Windows handheld. It's it's gotta be like it's like the ten cent OS or you know, a, a custom proprietary setup of some kind for them to actually make it worth it. Cause if it's just a Windows handheld what's to keep you from getting any other windows handheld and playing those exact same games you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cuz then you have the, so the it, software yeah. yeah right it it's got to be their own software that locks it into their proprietary games running their setup or else you can run it on any windows machine Jason
0: i wouldn't uh, think that this is the this would be my if i'm 10 cent and i want to get in on the hardware business Somewhere in gaming on the hardware. I don't think this is swing number one for me. I find this to be a little bit of an odd first swing. And again, it is just a patent. They may never, ever actually make one of these, much less release them. So huge grains of salt on this to begin with. But I don't know if a Windows handheld system is my first foray into the hardware industry.
1: Probably not, but on the other hand, it's probably maybe it's it might be a little cheaper and easier to to r and d and to manufacture than like a totally new console and to get other companies to get on board with it like if you have your own ten cent station or whatever you know then people have to figure out how to program for that whereas this doesn't really require it if it just uses windows so maybe it's just their're kind of their way of kind of dipping a toe into the water first to see what it's like. Do we it's actually no, see no these? It's no O-Box. Yeah, I was it's just no going to mention
0: that earlier. <laughs> the O-Box from Snail Games uh, that never released. Uh, so make a call. Do we see one of these? Does this hit commercial retail shelves? I'm going to say no. I'd say
1: probably not.
0: I'm going to say no. Like 30-70 like, yeah.
1: odds or something like that.
0: Everybody 30, goes 70, no. Chat like Big, that, yeah. Big Boy Glitch just thrown in another. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't
0: see it. If you are looking for some uh, some things to do, though, please keep your eyes, if you have a PlayStation, on the PlayStation Store. Uh, you're about to get a bunch of free games. Uh, Ten, in fact, including Horizon Zero Dawn, which will come a little later. Uh, but yeah, you can start claiming some free games. I, I- Pretty soon, a couple like a week or something like that. I don't, I don't. Yeah, late, like in April. Yeah, April is yeah. is that one. But lots of nice VR stuff if you're into VR. Lots of indie stuff. PlayStation in there. I love their Stay at Home or Play at Home initiative, giving a bunch of free stuff out here. Uh, <laughs> I love the game control. I love it. I love it. I hate what they did with the whole, you know, PS Five version upgrade stuff. That's a totally different topic. We've spoken about that before. <laughs> but I absolutely love the game, right? I platted the game. I, I feel like IGN this week just milked the shit out of one. Like, we do interviews, Jason and I, for mmobomb.com. When we do an interview, we then post the interview. I feel like IGN did an interview here with Remedy, the developers of Control, and broke it into, like, five articles. <laughs> Like the same interview. Like they broke it into five articles because they all got posted on the same day. The same day. But there were some neat little things here not unique to Control that I did want to talk about briefly here. One of the things that they point out was during this run up to the next gen console releases, they felt Sony was in the better position, was in the driver's seat going into things, but also thought that long term maybe Xbox was a little better positioned. Uh, they attributed this mainly to Sony pretty much sticking to their dev kits when they sent them out to developers. They didn't really make a ton of changes on that, so when you got the kits and, and the software, you were able to just kind of start rolling and not much changed from there. Where Xbox was maybe tinkering with their dev kits and, and supplies for a little while, making things harder, maybe having to restart certain things. But they also felt that some of those changes made might in the long term make Xbox the better platform to be developing for. Kind of an interesting take and not one, uh, Jason, we normally see developers saying out loud. This is like normally the it. quiet stuff.
1: That was what I thought right off. It's like you're you're actually working with, you're partnering with Microsoft and Sony and you're going to talk smack about their consoles. And it's like, <laughs> you really want to do that? I I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have said those sort of things if I was in this position. It, but I guess when you have an interview, I guess when the, when the, when IGN wants to have five interviews with you at once, then I guess you have to figure out how to,
2: <laughs> what to say. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: They did say, excuse me, it's no different from the previous generations where the system with the lowest specs does end up dictating a few of the things you're going to do because you're going to have to run on that system, which I think is something we kind of forget that when we look at, oh, is that game coming to PC and Xbox and PlayStation and Switch that you're kind of like, oh, well, if it comes to the Switch... That unnecessarily is going to limit the other versions of the game in certain ways, Yad, yeah, because it's got to run right. across you know, what we call the lowest common denominator uh, around here. The more hardware you have, the more you have to ultimately compromise a little bit when you're a smaller studio like us, when you just can't spend as much time making sure all these platforms are super good. Again, I think right. kind of saying the quiet part out loud, uh, a little bit there, John. <laughs> hey, right. If you catch and... us, a small studio making things for three or four places, just know we probably didn't get a chance to accurately test all of those.
2: Right, <laughs> and and with the lowest end setup probably being what the Xbox S Series S.
0: Uh, well, I think Switch still. I don't think- grabs that but if you're right, if you're right. talking yeah, I mean, sand the, switch the, then yeah you're talking the
2: next gen setups.
0: well we're still in that awkward phase too though where you're seeing a lot of playstation 4 xbox one playstation 5 xbox s and x and the playstation That's 5 and true. xbox s and x ones just have like increased frame rates or patches for a little bit of performance also in an interview a different interview on IGN with the control developers they talk about that that like we haven't been have our balls blown way off by the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox X yet because we're still in that right. transition period where still. everything coming out right now was actually developed on last gen systems and is just being tweaked and upgraded right now for the new mm. gen.
1: Yeah. And it's a good thing that only small developers have these issues and not big games right. like Cyberpunk.
0: Not big
2: games. Not big games. <laughs> no, no, that is that our mandatory mention of Cyberpunk for sure? Yep, yes. there, it is. there okay. it is. Jason
0: found a way. Life finds a way, so does Jason Winter. Best part of this entire interview for me, and Yad, you're not going to like this, mm-hmm. was the final quote. Because it's not from a question or, I mean, it's just, it's just a quote out there. It's just... And this is by the way, uh Thomas Pua from Remedy. Right. The quote goes a little something like this. I don't envy folks making Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> He was talking about quality assurance, especially being a huge problem right now, and it's more and more expensive to test games the more and more platforms you add to it, and he just sums it up with, I don't envy folks making Halo Infinite, Uh, and I think that's fair. I I don't think there's a lot of companies that envy them right now
2: at this point are they even going to put out the game? Because, you know, all the extra merch that comes out with it, all the toys, the t-shirts, the tie-in cereals or whatever they have are all on the, you know, discount for sale shelf, so. By the time they actually get a game out, what kind of hype is there going to be?
0: I don't know, but this looks pretty badass. How about this one? Yeah. Dark Alliance? Dark
2: Alliance, Dark Alliance, dude, does look Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance yeah.
0: from Wizards of the Coast looking pretty awesome. June 22nd co-op RPG release date June 22nd up to uh, there's four different characters uh from the Companions of the Hall so you got uh Brunor Battlehammer, Wolfgar, uh Caddy and of course Drist Right, you have to. <laughs> like at this point that's that's the de facto logo for uh personality for for Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons uh but this looks so good i love the older dark alliance games so i'm looking forward to this one too it's been a while since i've played a D rpg uh i did not get you know Baldur's gate uh the the latest stuff there i've been kind of just setting you know, setting back just watching that one develop a little bit before i get into it but man if you want something a little this looks fantastic some of this combat looks pretty sweet jason Jason is unimpressed.
1: You're just the edgiest of the edgelords, aren't you?
0: Why? Wait, why?
1: What are they- it's dark. It's got Drist. There's Ozzy Osbourne. It's metal. Yeah, yeah obviously You're, I'm not playing off. the music
0: yeah. for this, but like, yeah, the, the trailer is very metal. The, there's an Ozzy Osbourne song playing in this trailer.
1: I'm about or- oh, 30 years too old for this game.
0: Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on, yeah. look at that beholder! That looks awesome.
1: Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Ah, Zay, yeah. you
0: got me, Yad. Are you going to yeah. come with me on this? Because it's co-op, and Jason's yeah. not going to play it with me. Apparently,
2: I, I like it. it. It looks good. I mean, it—it's been since like Neverwinter Nights two that I've played done a D and D video game. Yeah, but this looks really good. I think it this, does. This too. does look uh, like a lot of fun. I do I
0: play I played Dark Knight, don't I? No, actually I hate Dark Knight and Final Fantasy fourteen. I think it's the most boring tank. Go watch this Thursday's this past Thursday's relic ride. Um okay. Couple things, Jason. I kind of put this in here for you and I. I. I don't think Yod's too much of a football guy. Uh so I'll Yod, you. you can sit this one out. Jason, I definitely put this it's not video game related, guys. Forgive us, but I did think it was interesting because it does talk about streaming. Um, and it is a sport and it's games I guess the NFL has finalized the next 11 years worth of media rights and surprisingly most of the channels that carry the NFL games are going to carry the NFL games for the next 11 years except one little change while the channels still have access to stuff Thursday night football itself will now only be seen starting in 2023. So you still have one more season to go after the the, the or the next season to go. Two more.
1: Uh no. Twenty one
0: and twenty two, then twenty three. Uh well yeah 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 you're right you're right so two seasons I forgot the whole August through February thing. Um <laughs> <laughs> so technically yeah two seasons, uh two seasons to go. But then Thursday Night Football, if you're a fan, better get that Amazon Prime, baby. Because you're only going to find Thursday Night Football streamed on Amazon Prime video. While I like seeing football streamed, Jason, I'm not sure this is the play I would have liked to see in the head coach call.
1: Oh, wow. Listen to the metaphors there. <laughs> I can remember back in like the mid '90s or so, when when like pay-per-view boxing events were starting to become a big deal. Yeah, uh, th- th- there was a fear that oh, they're going to put the Super Bowl on a pay-per-view. You have to pay thirty bucks to watch it or whatever. And yeah, that didn't happen. And, and granted, Thursday Night Football is usually a crap game anyway, and nobody's watching
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is the <laughs> it's lowest rated. Not so bad. The lowest yeah, rated the lowest across the, the schedule.
1: But still, it does make me wonder a little bit how things could go in the future if if it proves successful enough
0: yeah because you do have the problem with blackouts now already like when you based on your cable provider even in like if you have Dish Network you can't get these games in this area or you have Comcast you can't get these games in this area this kind of well hey you can get the games but you gotta subscribe to Amazon Prime it's a good well, thing that to, everybody in America uh, subscribes to Amazon Prime anyway, I guess. so. That's
1: actually an interesting question, though, because like, the MLB packages, even if you get the blackouts. MLB in every game stuff, yeah, they get blackouts if you're within you know 600 miles or whatever of the home stadium or something, because they're just stupid. But So I don't know. I don't know how that'll work.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to watch, and it'll be more interesting to see how well it does. Now, before we slide over to Games of the Week, uh, just two uh, little kind of announcements for you, just so you're watching them. We do have the Xbox Showcase. Now it's gonna focus mainly on indie titles so we don't expect huge announcements. Uh, Again, focusing mainly on indie titles. That is going to be next week. Uh, That is the 26th at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. So next Friday. If there's anything decent in there on the indie front, of course we'll bring it to this show, but wanted to make sure that you didn't forget that Xbox Showcase is next week. And also, for those of you like myself, we've talked about Scarlet Nexus on this show before many, many, many weeks ago. Uh, if you are looking for that JRPG from Bandai Namco, a release date was finally announced on that one. June 25th, twenty one or 2021, you'll be able to play Scarlet Nexus, something that I'm sure I'll be streaming a little bit here on this channel. With that said, I'm, let's I'm slide sure over. Gonna be, I'm
1: sure it's going to be fine, but I just can't watch a show. Well, can't see a game with Scarlet entitled, I think, of Scarlet, Scarlet Blade.
0: Scarlet Blade, <laughs> of course. Of, uh, course. of course. Let's slide over to the games of the week. What you got, Jason?
1: All right, so you're always complaining about me picking popular games like Overwatch or whatever, <laughs> stuff that's so huge and so big. On my game of the week this week, has, according to Steam Charts, currently has eight players, or I did an hour ago. Eight players going right now, but I'm... Why are
0: you recommending Marvel's Avengers? What has the audience (laughs) done to you that you're about to recommend Marvel (laughs) Avengers to them?
1: Oh, my God. I'm recognizing... I'm recommending Learn Japanese to Survive, the first (laughs) game of the series, Hiragana Battle, which I'm learning. I'm learning my Japanese. I'm actually pretty good now. Like, even after just, like, three days, I've barely gotten... I've gotten, like, over half of them. I pretty well got them memorized. You can usually identify them on site. That's like a little RPG. It's a very simple, like, RPG maker, RPG. You have to go and you have to, you have to identify the the hiragana, and you have to use the right uh, letters to attack them with, or you don't do damage. All right. There's a little bit of a story there in whatnot. Well. Pretty simple, but still really cool, really fun. And even in just, like, three days, I've already learned quite a lot, so... See, see now, what...
0: I'm probably going to lose this week because I actually want to play what you're talking about here now. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. We yeah, have two more, too. They want
1: for Katakana and one for Kanji, which I also have.
0: I mean, I have later. my Rosetta Oh, you can't see it anymore because I rearranged the Stone, Final Fantasy. Yeah. I do have my Rosetta Stone Japanese.
2: Hey, Y'all, uh, do you speak any Asian languages, actually? I am conversational in Cantonese.
0: Oh, all right. Because all I was right. actually
2: brought up speaking dual languages.
0: Are you, are you, and maybe this is too personal if it is, are you first gen
2: uh, American? I am first gen. I am oh, first gen. Very cool. Very cool.
0: So, yeah, you grew up in the household with the parents oh, and yeah. grandparents that were like, you're going to f- learn both, buddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're going to learn mean, both. Granted,
2: my grandparents spoke a different Chinese than my parents were teaching me. <laughs> and I, <laughs> so they, they had, I mean, they, they spoke Cantonese as well, but they also had a very heavy Mandarin accent to it. So oh, nice. It was nice. Really weird
0: yeah (laughs) what do you got for us on the recommendation uh, with your pixelated camera shot
2: oh no it cleared up oh
0: now it's pixelated
2: Uh, ah too bad but um because we had the handheld football hall of fame and we talked about you know football scheduling i am going to say classic tech mobile from the nes damn it <laughs> Both of you just
0: come out swinging today. Tecmo Bowl was cool for its
1: time, but Tecmo Super Bowl was just much better. It really mm,
2: was See, yeah, I I thought about Tecmo Super Bowl, but I had much, I had a much better time playing regular Tecmo Bowl, beating my brother. team. <laughs> so
1: we well, just run, you just run that one Jerry Rice route. Nobody can defend, and
2: yeah, you know, no, 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 no. I played Chicago Bears. Bo Jackson. Sure, sure. I yeah. played the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Every time, yeah, you just no. get
0: on Techmo Bowl and go Bo Jackson all day, <laughs> all day, all day. Great. Family Walter Payton was bad
1: though, so they're, you know <laughs> great family
0: guy clip on that one. Um, yeah. all right, I, I'm gonna. I thought I was like gonna go popular this week. I'm gonna go with Rocket League. Uh, I am still oh. two two seasons in. Like we still have a little more. <laughs> they extended season two till the seventh of April, but uh. I, I did not expect that game to hook me the way it has. It is two seasons in, and I am still putting hours into that game every single week. Uh, And not just on stream for like MMO Bomb or for Ready Check. Absolutely love it. Uh, Highly recommend you check it out. The wife just started playing yesterday. Uh, And it's fun watching somebody new play it going, shit there was a time when i was that bad like i'm not good now (laughs) but i am definitely better than than i was when i started so it is a game where you will feel your progress so enjoy it those are our three recommendations for the week let us know in the comments which one you think is the best recommendation for the week uh and uh, we'll see who wins next time until then Yod. where can everybody find you
2: uh, Yad Artworks on Twitter Yad Artworks on Facebook And right here on Gaming Gumbo
0: Mr. Winter
1: uh, If I'm on Twitter Winter Informal Streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter But there's no S at the end of my name <laughs>
0: <laughs> J- Chat, stay uh, tuned After the show here We're going to go dark for about 30 seconds or so As is normal and Then we're going to bring up our streamer for this evening Mr. Torchwick, how are you, sir?
2: I'm doing good, how are you?
0: Who won? Who won? Which one of won, our games won? won?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I can't say because if I don't agree with you, I'm going to get beat All right, up. You're <laughs> grounded. Wow. You're grounded. Wow, you're now geez. grounded.
1: Wow. Uh, and when and then do you get know, beat I'm up? Be there's
2: no reason not to say that Jason won. All
0: right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Jason, you <he> got <laughs> there the there first go. vote in. Torchwick, what right. are you streaming tonight on games older than me?
2: We're playing some classic Fallout.
0: Ah, still haven't beaten it yet, huh?
2: no <laughs> it's a long game. Oh, some flag,
0: okay I don't know what I'm doing half the time which makes it even longer of a game like I, the la- last stream uh, my favorite quote while I was watching was huh I seem to have underestimated that cockroach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, came, it killed dog meat. It killed dog meat. You lost.
0: Oh, you yeah. lost Ian. You lost your dog. You last week was Ian? Oh, yeah. God. Ian died last week. Oh. Yeah, Ian died last week. Whole milk tweeted <laughs> with a picture that was like gone, nope. but not never forgotten. <laughs> Rip <it's> Ian. <laughs>
2: It's a brilliant <laughs> memorial. It's what he would have wanted.
0: It is what he would have wanted. Chat. Stay tuned for that after the show. Hope you enjoyed today's show. My name's Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there on Twitter, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio R A I D E O. Come hang out with us for all the streams and shows. Stay safe. See you on the servers.